Namaste and welcome to the River of Wisdom podcast, a podcast that brings to you the ancient Vedic tradition which reveals that you are pure being having a human experience. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini P. Let us flow, you and I, on the banks of the River of Wisdom. I will do what I want, when I want and how I want. Sounds like our anthem or maybe our anthem when we were teenagers. We have been made to believe that if we were to fulfill all our desires, we would be happy. The truth is, no one can fulfill all their desires. Neither is it necessary to fulfill all desires. But everyone can fulfill their priorities. Let me explain. When the word priority is used commonly, it is more in the sense of scheduling activities in the context of maximizing the time available. So, I don't mean priority in that sense. A priority is the need behind a need. Depending on our age and stage of life, our desires differ. At age 5, you cried because the balloon burst. At age 35, you cried because the stock market balloon burst. The sadness may be similar, but the specific desires or rather their non-fulfillment hurt. Underlying our million desires are just a handful of priorities. A desire is specific with respect to an object, person or a situation, the fulfillment or non-fulfillment of which causes sukha or dukkha, happiness or sorrow. But a priority is with respect to your entire life and definitely includes many desires. Priorities are universal whether the person is a YouTuber or a Maasai warrior and they are in the following areas. 1. Physical 2. Emotional 3. Financial 4. Professional 5. Social and 6. Spiritual These are not watertight compartments and are very much related to each other. These words are used only so that we can have a focus on these priority areas of our lives. Often enough, there is breakdown and burnout if we focus only on one or two of these priority areas of our life. Let me give you an example of the emotional priority. A young corporate professional was intending to get married to his girlfriend of two years. The relationship broke up. He was heartbroken and swore off all relationships. In six months' time, however, he discovers another person to get married to and comes to me to invite him for the wedding. In that interim period, he he had asked for joining a full-time Vedanta course. Now it's my turn to remind him and ask, what happened? You wanted to join that full-time Vedanta course. And he says, no, no, that was uh, that time. Now I have this wonderful person I want to spend my life with. Okay, so what happened here? The desire 
was for a particular person in the first instance. The need behind that desire to be with that specific girlfriend was a deeper need for love, companionship and relatedness. And so now he found another person to share his life with. It doesn't mean that he loved his first girlfriend less. Despite the love and care he had for her, because of the breakup, his ongoing need or priority for love and companionship from another was not being met. And so when he discovered another person behind the desire to marry her, was the deeper priority of love, companionship and relatedness that was being met. Different people meet the need for connection and relatedness through different ways. For some, marrying and having children is enough. For some, just marrying is enough. For some people, no marriage but lots of friends is enough. For some, having a dog is enough. Reaching out to people through social service is enough for some people. For 70 plus people, having a community of like-minded senior citizens is enough. Each person decides what is enough in line with his or her priorities at that stage. The emotional priority is of love, connection and companionship which is universal and there can be many possibilities and related desires to meet this priority. So, depending on age and stage, some questions for consideration for the emotional dimension are what do I want in the area of family relationships? Within the context of a particular relationship, what are my goals? What is the dharma of the situation? What am I willing to give and receive? Why do I want to have children and what am I willing to give? How can I love and support as unconditionally as possible? Priority in the physical dimension is likely to be that one has the fitness and energy to conduct one's daily schedule and keep oneself free of disease or manage any arising health conditions. Nutrition, exercise, rest and sleep are non-negotiable in any phase of life. For a 35-year-old, the specific desires and related goals could be to have the energy and fitness for a long commute plus a full-time job plus playing with the children and working hard to provide for the family. On the other hand, for an 80-year-old, the specific desires and related goals would be to take medicines on time, have adequate rest and sleep and be functional around the house. Priority in the financial dimension. Some questions for consideration. What is my current financial situation in terms of savings and liabilities? How much do I need to make every year? How much should I save and invest? Given the rate of inflation on cost of living, how much do I require financially when I retire? What could be additional sources of income? What am I trying to finance? Priority in the professional dimension. Some questions for consideration. What are my unique talents and skills which contribute to my productivity? What is the change I want to contribute in this world? For me to make that contribution, what do I need to learn to hone my knowledge, attitude and skill? 
priority in the social dimension, some questions for consideration. In addition to my family, what will fulfill my need for recognition and approval? What are my unique skills and talents with which I would like to contribute to society? As a citizen, how much do I want to be involved in governance? Priority in the spiritual dimension. Some questions for consideration. What is my spiritual goal? And what am I doing about it? What do I need to do on a daily or a weekly basis? What practices can I have to enhance clarity of mind and steadiness? If I am studying Vedanta, what does my regular study comprise of? What type of practices of worship are required to be done? Yes, there are a lot of questions, but questions offer much needed insight and shine the light for the way ahead. As is evident, priority-based living is having a long-term perspective and it's holistic, while desire-based living is impulsive with a short-term perspective. Priority-based living is based on possibility and creativity and hence always finding a way while desire-based living is based on rigidity and hence getting stuck in many situations. Priority-based living is realistic and always possible while desire-based living is frustrating because sometimes it is based on fantasy and it's not possible to fulfill all one's desires. Priority-based living says that I can contribute and shape my present and future. Desire-based living says that my present and future have gone for a toss because my desires were not fulfilled. In priority-based living, one takes responsibility for discovering one's life purpose and priorities consciously and formulates one's desires and goals in line with the priorities. In desire-based living, thinking is seen as a headache and who is going to waste their time thinking and formulating goals and thinking about priorities? It's too much work and there's too little time. In priority-based living, one displays tenacity and does not give up easily while in desire-based living, it is easy to feel gloom and doom. In priority-based living, every day is a successful day because you are working towards fulfilling your priorities. While in desire-based living, there are many, many days that you do not feel successful because of the narrow focus. Yes, there are a lot of tips on productivity hacks and developing habits and so on. But all of these, including goal setting, come only after you have articulated the priorities of your life. What do I really want and what is the need behind the need are good questions to ask and answer in all these areas, physical, emotional, social, financial, professional and spiritual so that we can enjoy a life of continued fulfillment. You matter. 
Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode helpful, I do hope you will share it with friends, family and even on social media. Uh, this weekend, which is the 25th and the 26th of July 2020, I'm doing a couple of sessions on Gita Amritam, which are the key verses of the Bhagavad Gita. This is from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. India time. To know more details, you can log in to my website, discoveratma.com. That's discoveratma.com. And it will direct you to the page where you can register for free on Zoom. So if you're curious about the Bhagavad Gita and are new to it, then this is a wonderful opportunity to discover your timelessness. As always, thanks for listening and see you next week.